This is the Writing Instruction Show. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Andy Johnson. The topic of today's podcast is helping students identify writing topics. Now, I'm working on a book about teaching writing, and this book is based on the premise that human beings have an innate desire to communicate with other human beings. Human beings naturally want the ideas to leak out of their head. We have an inherent inclination to express ourselves and share our ideas and experiences with other human beings. Good writing instruction is based upon this natural inclination. Ineffective or bad writing instruction stymies this natural impulse. And if students have been stymied for years, it may take a bit of work to unstymie them. Thus, this podcast addresses the unstymiization process. So, identifying writing topics, asking questions. What do you want to write about today? The teacher asks. I don't know, the student says. We've all heard this. It's a very common refrain. But here's the thing. All human beings have ideas floating around inside them. To be a human being is to think of things. It's not humanly possible to not have something to write about. So the teacher asks, You don't know what to write about? Nope, the student says. Well, that's a good start. Why don't you say that? I don't know what to write about today. What else are you thinking or feeling about right now? What else can you say today? All students have things to write about. It's just a matter of putting their things on the page. It's not a problem of things. It's a problem of trust. Do they trust you to listen and to value their ideas? Do they think that you're interested in what they have to say? Or will you correct their grammar and punctuation? Will you ask them to go back and add a little more detail? To gain students' trust, you often have to ask questions. In this sense, the initial phase of getting students to write can be something like conducting an interview. What did you do yesterday? Nothing. Nothing? You just sat in a chair? Wow, I've never heard of that before. We have to write that down and you take an interest in their lives. You show interest and enthusiasm. Did you play softball again last night? Yes. Wow, I bet you really had fun. Who did you play with? So, before we can look at pre-writing strategies, which will be in the next podcast, we need to look at a couple of pre-writing strategies to get ideas. Now, The pre-pre-writing strategies that I'll describe here are designed to become obsolete. That is, once students get used to choosing their own writing topics, the need for strategies is greatly diminished or even eliminated. However, if students aren't used to selecting their writing topics, they may need a little help at first. So, I'm going to describe eight pre-pre-writing strategies for getting ideas for writing. Idea number one is choice. 
maximize opportunities for students to select writing topics that they care about. Topics that invite them to say what it is they want to say. This will create greater motivation to write, which in turn will improve students' writing and communication skills, communicating skills. It will also create a much more interesting and engaged classroom. And finally, students will be thinking about writing even when they're not writing. Second pre-writing -pre strategy is ask them. Ask your students, what do you want to write about today? And sometimes you may need to go a little deeper and say, what are you thinking about today? Have you noticed anything interesting? Did you do anything fun yesterday? The third strategy is a group list. Before writing, ask volunteers to share what they'll be writing about. As students report, list their ideas on the board. The human brain naturally creates links and associations when it encounters things. Thus, encountering ideas always begets more ideas. The fourth pre-pre-writing strategy is public posting. During the week, post a chart in the classroom with space for students to write possible writing ideas. Again, the very act of encountering an idea naturally creates links with other ideas as students make connections with their own lives and experiences. The fifth pre-pre-writing strategy is called keep a list. Here students designate a page in their writing journal or portfolio listing possible writing topics. They should try to add to their list every week. Occasionally, you can ask students to share their writing topic ideas in small groups. Encourage them to piggyback on the ideas they hear to develop their own writing topics. The sixth pre-pre-writing activity strategy is called categories. Categories can be used to both generate ideas and keep track of possible writing topics. Here, students staple a copy of a things chart inside their writing journal or portfolio. A things chart is a chart with different categories. For example, interesting and important things, funny things, exciting things, big things, sad things, scary things, things I did, things I want to do, things about friends, things I notice, things I think about, happy things, things I wonder about, summer things, other things. You get the idea. You create topics and categories. You create categories and students get ideas for things to possibly write about. And you can create a public posting of your things chart with a pencil and string on it for students to list ideas under each category. So you have a things chart of some sort that they can staple inside their portfolio or journal, but also you create a public things chart. And again, when you encounter ideas, it naturally begets other ideas because the human brain creates associations and links. 
The seventh pre-pre-writing activity is called a brain walk. And this technique should be demonstrated to your students in large group before inviting them to do one. Here, you simply take your brain out for a walk. To do this, you first write a word on the top of a page or thinking paper, which is scratch paper. Then you identify the first thought or idea that pops into your head. You use a word or short phrase to capture it. You don't use complete sentences here. Instead, you use a word or the fewest words possible to hold the idea. And I'm going to demonstrate in just a minute, but the steps are to write a word on top of the page, two, identify the first thought that comes, three, use a word or phrase to capture it, four, move to the next thought, and five, repeat until the page is full. And I actually have a poster of those five steps up on the board. If done correctly, the brain walk shouldn't make sense to anybody except the writer. You create a pile of gravel, and the brain walk usually provides three or four nuggets or good ideas to use for stories, and students can record these story ideas in their writing journals or writing portfolio. For example, my brain walk. Uh, lately, I, I did the polar plunge last week. So I decided I'm just going to put that as my first idea. And listen, it makes no sense only to me. Polar plunge, cold water, lifeguard training, camp, hypothermia, blue lips, Eddie in the pool, saved him, wrestling room, river falls, safe places, memories, interesting characters, caveman, practices, the window, you get the idea. The first thought that popped into my mind, and I created a pile of gravel, and I came up with, there are actually four or five good writing ideas here. That's called the brain walk. You create a pile of gravel, and there's always some precious nuggets, some gems within that pile of gravel. The last pre-writing -pre idea is called prime the pump. To prime the pump and get writing ideas flowing, the teacher reads something, usually something that the teacher has written. For example, before, before uh, <clears throat> reading, I read a story to my students about a scary ride at the state fair. And before reading my story, I told them to think about a time when they were scared. I then read my story to prime the writing pump. And after I said, tell us about a time when you were scared. This, again, points to the importance of teachers of writing, writing. Would you take piano lessons from someone who never played the piano? Good writing teachers write. It doesn't have to be long, but you do have to write things, simple short things like your own stories. All right, the eight pre-pre-writing strategies for getting writing ideas, number one, choice. Number two, ask them. Number three, group list. Number four, public posting. Number five, keep a list. Number six, categories. Number seven, the brain walk. And number eight, prime the pump. This has been the Writing Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson, and we have been looking at pre-pre-writing strategies.